the tea is exceptionally good today. <laughs> Who made this? Mm -hmm. Very delicious. Why don't you spill it, bitch? Come on, let's get with it. You wanna hear it, bitch? You better get it, bitch. I'm talking nasty, juicy, messy. That hot and fire gossip make you wanna call your bestie. What's tea, bitch? When you log on to the gram, you double tap that photo, it goes down in your DM. Now what's tea, bitch? And we are back with another episode of Triple T. What up? Uh, hopefully all you niggas. Hey, hi, how are you? Hopefully all happy you niggas had a beautiful. New year. Yeah, happy new year. And I hope you had a, mur a very merry Christmas as well. Mm, in addition to and Kwanzaa <laughs> and Hanukkah and oh, all, yes. all the rest of them. He all about oh. the diversity and inclusion and I like you that. Know? <laughs> I love that for him. But you know what? Did y'all watch <laughs> um did y'all watch um <laughs> fucking Love is Blind on Netflix? I haven't watched this season though, because this started getting fake last season. So it's like they always fucking up a show. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, I can I, only take so much of very attractive people with no self-awareness for so long. Um, <laughs> but I've heard not good things, but I've heard it's wild. I've heard it's wild. So, you know, the only place that's giving me like quality, quality, low vibrational television is Zeus Network. And, <laughs> and for that, I, I just, I got to tune in. Um, I'd like to see all of the generational trauma that um Krishan is carrying on her shoulders um poor baby whatever, whatever the opposite of gracefully is, is is how she's doing it and you know I, it's I don't, I don't know watch. if we'll get I don't know if we'll get to this later um but I recently realized that um she was in her and blue face were fighting in Baltimore um in a very nice high sedate part of town, Harbor East. And um, I was there with my friends, this was a few months ago, but we were there. And then like the next day on the news, we saw like this huge, or just on Twitter or something, the news, wow. Um, saw this mob of uh, Negroes acting out. And we were like in Harbor East by the Four Seasons. Like, um, I don't, what is this? And then like a week ago, I saw the footage, I think from their little show. And I was like, oh my gosh, they were in, ritzy ditzy harbor east like please please control yourselves i know baltimore is for the streets in many aspects but if you're in <laughs> harbor east if you are by the bygone or some of my other spots that i frequent only went on payday and i just get the appetizers <laughs> and a little five dollar drink of the month please control yourselves i'm just saying if there's a dress code rein it in like there's cobblestone on the street this is not the the environment for fist fighting people's parents which apparently blueface was doing that's just my little rant my psa for um baltimore the the tour tourism board um control yourselves and at the very least if you aren't going to follow the dress code please put your titties away at the very least i don't think that's too much <laughs> And your fists and fists keep both of those under lock and key. That's all, all that they ask. I don't think that's unreasonable. Because these white people have oppressed too long and too hard for you to be coming into their establishments um, and engaging in fisticuffs. I just it's shucking, jiving, hooping, <laughs> hollering. It's just, it's all too much. Um, <laughs> and not that I think we should ever put on a performance for Caucasians, but I would like you to put a performance on for me, at least. Like, just, <laughs> 
if you could rein it in, that would be very you, much appreciated. If you aren't going to do it for um, the whites, do it for the black folks with sense. Please, please. They, uh, listen, someone's grandmother is right here, but you were, Blueface was fighting for father again, so um, you're not, y'all aren't doing anything for the elders. I take, this was a useless rant that I went on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but in Blueface's defense, the elders swung on him first. And even though Krishan's brother, who was also on the Shade Room screenshots, just was arrested for murder, um, he didn't seem to be coming with any of that murder energy. I don't know what was going on, but like the thing is, is that the, it seemed like the, the father and the son had a quick discussion on how they were going to handle Blueface, because um, apparently Blueface beat the hell out of Krishan um, in response to Krishan beating the hell out of him. Um, and <laughs> it looked like they agreed that they were, you, you said what i think they should be left alone like just be dumb oh. together oh no i completely agree but like that would make sense and nothing about anyone in this equation gives sense so yeah i guess they, they just basically agreed like we are both going to just, just hit this nigga square between his eyes and after that happened what i didn't understand is why krishan's brother was so far away from her elderly father and by elderly i mean like he's probably like early 50s um and Blueface uh slid her daddy and i just i was trying to figure out why the brother wasn't like you don't punch a nigga in the mouth with your old ass dad and stay away from your old ass dad like that just don't make sense to me no doesn't Couldn't be me sense. yeah <laughs> i'll tell i'm like i'm not not that i'm one to tussle but um <laughs> If you throw hands to my father, now we're all throwing it. It just, it is what it is. Um, but that makes, this all makes sense. The apples do not fall from the tree that often. And that's either a great thing because you have bomb parents and you're a lit kid or um, your parents are the worst people that one could imagine. <laughs> and now you inherited that demonic DNA. So um, the whole cavalcade, I can't imagine anyone in that entire cast has an ounce of sense between them if i paid them to think they'd still be broke i'm sure so um you know shout out to zeus i guess for um holding it down and um paying their bills keeping those cameras rolling yeah no i i'm i'm in full support of zeus um this is just an unpopular opinion if anybody's <laughs> going to be making um money off of us acting a goddamn fool um i i just i would prefer it be black people you know i mean everybody else acts a fool on social media and and and, and uh, uh, reality television. So, you know, let's, let's, let's put that money in black pockets. The production team always looks black. Security always looks black. It seems very black over there at Zeus. So, you know, I mean, and if we're being honest, Krishan and Blueface are gonna act a goddamn fool whether we catch it on camera or not. I'm just tuning in, call me toxic, I don't care. Oh my gosh, can you imagine what we're not catching on camera? <laughs> Lord in heaven, now, God say, almighty. There can't be much because we did see her um, give fellatio um, under the sheets. So you I got don't, me I there. <laughs> I don't think there's much room for you, the you, you have you have got what a great observation. Um <laughs> right on nail right on the head. Just hit squarely. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that was I guess that was a quick synopsis of what we've seen on oh, So fellas. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, Ebs. Um, um it's okay. <laughs> Housewives uh, of Potomac. Um there at the bottom i mean but i can do that i don't have many notes it was kind of dry it was good but kind of dry 
Um, okay. We can do that. So uh, Karen goes to Giselle's tacky ass house. Um, <laughs> they give us more views of the colors and plants and just tacky ass furniture um, in Giselle's house. Um, and in production, asked Karen like how she felt about Giselle's, you know, little whatever she has going on. And um, what did Karen say? Oh, she said she liked the chandelier when she walked in the house. That was all she could say. I mean, there wasn't there there, there just ah, it's nothing breaks my heart more than someone trying so hard, like literally and genuinely giving it their all and always missing the mark. And I feel like yeah. that is Giselle's entire approach at life. Yeah. Her yeah. whole, like, that is like her, that has to be a mantra. She probably has that shit tattooed in Latin in her lower back. Like, it is so, like, it's like, she never hits it. She tries to dress. She sees we drag her and she seems to be giving it an effort, but like always failing. I don't yeah. know, like, there are people on Instagram who I'm sure would just do it out of the kindness of their heart, just help her put together a cute little Deb outfit. Cause it don't even gotta be expensive. The problem is, is when you nah. put that much money into your outfit and it still looks a mess, Yeah, what are we doing? They could get her right at Target, like for real. Seriously. She, she could, she could, she could at a Ross dress for less. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, it's true. always interesting just when you realize that whether it's clothing or you know, interior design, whatever, you don't think about how much of a gift I guess that is until you see someone who is fighting for their life every single day and it's just not clicking. Um, and it's like, oh, just do this, just change this. Why would you not? And they just don't understand. Not that I'm, you know, a model walking up and down the runway, but I'm like, if I was on House Husbands of uh, Baltimore, <laughs> y'all wouldn't be able to say a thing about me. I'll tell you that much right now. Um, so, you know, <laughs> bless her heart. Um, it, to be fair, heart. It, was a it was a lovely chandelier. I'll, so, you know, that's that's my take. So we can agree the chandelier was nice. It was, it was nice, but I just, what, what upsets me till this day. It was beautiful. It, you didn't have to add the two-story shed on the side of the home <laughs> that was completely uncalled for. You didn't yeah. have to put a garage door in Oof, your master bedroom. Lord. Like, Don't do that, DM. That she, it is was, the West Wing. The West, oh, I just, I want more for Giselle. Because the thing is, if she could, if she would have spent maybe ten to fifteen thousand dollars extra, which honestly shouldn't be that far out of reach for someone putting an entire fucking addition on their home, to maybe consult with an interior designer or like an architect who knows. There's plenty on Instagram. Just use a hashtag or two, and they could have helped you make a it priest, fun. someone, because prayer was definitely needed in that addition. It's just frustrating. I just. I hate to see people spend all that money and it look a damn mess. So like, what we're saying no is she's not trying. It, at all. I just, I feel okay. like she's playing with us at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no way you said, you know what, you know what the side of this house needs? A shed that I'm going <laughs> to live in. And you know what my master bedroom <laughs> is missing? Uh, a garage door that leads to a wood deck. Why would you, A, why is there a door in the front of your house coming out of your mask. Like, is this a, a rental property, sis? It's just nothing about it makes sense. And I just, I give Karen all the praise for even showing up there. Cause that was, <laughs> God I mean, damn. She tried, she put the little fire pit outside. She is trying so hard, but nothing uh, comes together for her. As you said, um, 
She just she she we're gonna pray. Let's just pray. <laughs> pray. Let's just pray. I feel like what happens, I really do feel like what happens is Giselle does what a lot of people do when they do renovations. They have a vision board and they get the price back for that vision board. And slowly but surely that like stamped concrete or maybe real travertine paved patio turns into like rocks. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and just some mulch that isn't even edged properly it's just a mess like she wanted to do like a brick addition but they told her the price and she was like you know what that I think Lo- Lowe's has some sheds that we mm-hmm. can just spruce up yeah. a little bit um yeah. it's fine it's fine I'll make it enough yeah put one of the sheds on top of the other <laughs> y'all played with Legos as a child right? put out the Legos. top and the bottom oh we gonna fuck it up I need a contractor that has played Sims. That's what I need. Mm-hmm. That's yes. what I need. Yes, yes. I don't know if she saw one of her nephews or nieces or somebody playing Roblox, Minecraft, and she just got some high finagled ideas. But I was like, oh, I think I built this model when I was like seven. Like Lego did have some sort of triple decker garage and um that might have been on her pinterest board as well so good for, her. good for her i will say this for following her vision she stuck to it it was a bad vision it was like zero and a hundred in the eyes um it was but, a stevie you know, stevie wonder vision and listen she saw what she needed to see. I feel an like ode. she saw this entire house an in, a mm. in a dream, in a dream, <laughs> in a fever dream. She has the shakes and the, the shivers, yeah. about a hundred and two degree fever, and this house came to her and she manifested it. Go off, Willy, Willy Wonka <laughs> dream. An ode to Legoland. <laughs> she thought she so was in the man. Willy Wonka elevator, traveling through like time shit. and space, and there you go. Mm-hmm. I think we put it together. <laughs> All right, so just like into that house, Giselle goes about <laughs> running her fucking mouth like she likes to do, and tells Karen about Mia showering with uh, her friend Jacqueline, um, and letting Jacqueline fuck her boyfriend at the time because she likes to watch, and there was no reason she needed to tell Karen this, but she told her. Um, <clears throat> so then what else? Giselle asked Robin about when her and Juan are getting married, and she told Giselle, like, oh, yeah, you know, nobody's invited because it's, I mean, it's not going to happen. So then she can just keep saying that, and nobody's looking forward to anything. I mean, since we're Her- talking about fever dreams. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. <laughs> that's another one. But I think Robin has woken the fuck up because she's holding Juan's feet to the fire with this prenup, like, are we putting this motherfucking infidelity clause in here or what? Um, See, I think the thing is, is that Robin's the breadwinner now. And I think, I don't know what the appeal of, of Juan is to her, but they do say they do. So I've done some reading and it kind of fluctuates back and forth. And I don't think Robin, cause they got together very young and mm-hmm. they say the, the, the less amount of sexual partners you have, the more likely you are to maintain a marriage. I wonder if that's her hold. Like Robin hasn't had her back broken by like a militia of niggas. So she's like, this is, this is, this stick is home. You know what I mean? How long, how long were they divorced? They, I don't know. I don't know. She don't might know. not have ever had sex with another guy. One right, right. And if she has, mm-hmm. it may have only been one or two. Yeah. So yeah. you know what I mean? And that, I don't know. I think, and I wonder, so it changes based off of generation when I was reading about this. I thought it was really interesting. And random fact, it applies to men too. So y'all niggas out here slinging all dick all over the place. Um, 
Yahoo's too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I wonder if that's it because I don't get it. He doesn't make a lot of money. The only hold that they have kids together. So that could be, and yeah. they have black boys together. So that could be a contributing factor. Um, but yeah, I don't get why she just don't leave that nigga alone. Like Robin's on a television show. Like if she just wanted a, a nigga on her arm just to break her back every now and again. And Robin's not an ugly woman. I mean, her voice is a little deep. Her her shoulders are a little broad. Shoulders are broad, I mean, yes. Yeah, but I mean, you don't have to close your eyes. <laughs> I'm like, when you, I'm wake like, up in the morning. you you did not need to. You did not need. <laughs> you did not need to qualify that statement. You could have just said she's not an ugly woman. Listen, she wears a size seventy four in shoes. Oh, and, um, oh, she my. looks like the hunchback a little bit, but you know, she's, she's, she's a nice gal, sturdy yeah. gal, sturdy. 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 Who, who doesn't want to hear that? Some people, some men are into gargoyles, and that's okay. Yeah, um, it's like her face. Wow. Goes so wow. She goes from cute to not for me. Like with certain, like however her hair is and stuff. She just, I don't know. She goes in and out for me. She's not think, ugly. But... I don't think there's too many men that care too much about how a woman dresses. It's more about how you look. Like, I no, don't that's think... not what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking yeah. about how she dress. I'm talking about um, how she looks. Oh, you said sometimes she looks cute. So what cha- what changes it then if it's not her dress? I her face is don't know. Is it like the lighting? She looks weird. She looks like fucking Roger from Hey Arnold a lot of times. <laughs> oh and then God. she looks like like Mr. Dink. Like it just goes back and forth. She just she looks funny. I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't think I don't think Robin. Weird. I don't think Robin by any means, in my opinion, is drop dead gorgeous. Um but I don't think she's ugly. No, I don't think she's ugly either, but... I think she she's pretty. Looks, I think she's a pretty she woman. Funny pretty looking woman. sometimes. Yeah. She's a pretty yeah. woman, but she's not like... Like, to me, Monique is a head-turner. Hell Candace, yeah. Candace is a head-turner. Yes. But I also think Candace comes with a, a, a robust amount of swag. Candace has swag. Yeah. She gets yeah. on my goddamn nerves. One thing that girl does is carry herself very well. She always yeah. makes sure she has the finest linens on. And I don't know that <laughs> she spends that much money. And that is a friendship that Giselle should be should be putting in a little Exploring. bit of effort. Yes, yeah. yes. Because yeah. I think that she needs it over there. She yeah. Definitely. Uh, poor thing. So then, uh, I guess... Karen went on a tour of going over people's houses, ho- <laughs> um, trying to get inspiration. So her shit like stops shit. looking like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Leave her alone. Uh, you, t- I'm talking about Karen. Oh, so- okay, Karen, not Giselle. <laughs> Giselle yeah. should have tagged along. Got it. Like shit. So <laughs> then Karen went over Mia's house and then told her about Giselle telling her about. Uh, her and Jacqueline bathing together and all of that and Mia was just like she's so candid I love Mia like I love how open she is because she's just like oh yeah we got in the shower together so what I mean what yeah she fucked my man yeah it's fine I wanted her to explore it's like bitch what I feel like Mia Mia is like (laughs) Mia Mia has has and I love this too. She has freed herself from the the shackles of misogyny, right? She has mm-hmm. clapped ass. She's fucked married men. She don't care. She's like, I don't. Your whole title does nothing for me. Um, I know how to use my pussy to get ahead, and I love that for her. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. she's gonna tell you that like, yeah, her and her her best friend shared a little dick. Mm-hmm. Like I used, to, mm-hmm. I've already told y'all hoes that I used to throw it in reverse. I already told y'all hoes that I stole my current husband from. His his old wife. I don't his old fuck. wife. <laughs> <laughs> he was. She said he was happily married. So he said, mm-hmm. "Damn, Mia. Damn." Yeah. So then Karen asked her if she has sex with Peter, 
And she was like, oh no, his girlfriend, uh, which aligns with the story that we were told a few episodes ago. Um, I think what it, who told Wendy, somebody told Wendy that G and Mia did some shit with Peter's girlfriend. I think, I don't, I think Peter told her, Peter told her that, I think. Oh, Peter told her. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think that was, I think that was the, the flashback and it was him being like, yeah, they were like, from the horse's mouth <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah that that just um solidified that piece of tea um so Giselle I'm like Mar- I don't I don't I, I just gonna say I don't mind Mia being casual it just would be like if I came over your house and you had a dog that walked on its hind legs and you didn't really raise an eyebrow at that I understand if you live your life and you're comfortable, but just know that it's going to take me a while to like wrap my <laughs> head around a real life Scooby-Doo. Like, just give me a second to, to swallow the pill and, and get it all the way down. I think that is the disconnect. Mia doesn't realize how crazy the shit is that she thinks is normal. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. She just it's says very that. Yeah. She just says wild yeah. shit and thinks everyone else. We, like, what? Everyone doesn't do this? Like, no, bitch. Right. Right. Ma'am, ma'am, she, she's <laughs> been living that way. Right now? She's like, what? Ooh. You don't like to watch? Yeah. <laughs> ma'am, this is a Catholic household. Please get a grip. Um, Please. <laughs> oh my God. We have so, Jesus on the main line over here. Like shit. <laughs> so, uh, what's her name? Robin and Giselle have their reasonably shady live show. Um, <sighs> and when you say when you when you say show what do you mean by that because we might be thinking of different words like, show that's, circus that seems a little generous it was a it was a program it was a, no circuses are entertaining don't do circuses like yeah, that okay. it was a, it was a it was a, a formal program i will give you that and not an inch more uh, a get together a gathering Right, a fucking Listen, uh, a, a, a shindig. It wasn't Paris a soiree. Said people had too good for it. People got 10, 20 seats between them. You could spread out. <laughs> they, <laughs> nobody they, 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 they rented a whole they, fucking... Go ahead, go ahead. I, I was going to say, they could have done the social distancing still, six feet apart, <laughs> everyone, and maybe that would have filled person. up half the auditorium. Exactly. <laughs> So then Karen starts making a list of what not to do for her live show. Uh, the first thing she said was not to hire a drunk host. Um, then to have a host that knows your name. Um, and she was writing fucking notes. I, that's why I love Karen. Um, she's so shady and classy at the same damn time. That's how you do it. Um uh, make sure your microphones work and don't be huffing over the goddamn microphone like Robin's broad ass. Oh my um, God. So yeah, it was whack. They put on their program. I love that. Just let me, I, I love that. It was a program. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> it's so Listen, funny. Like, nothing more, nothing less. Just think about a program that you've been to. It's just like... It's, it's fitting. It's appropriate. It's so appropriate. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they do their little whack shit, whether something's reasonable or shady, uh, whatever. And they put Juan on the hot seat and Robin talked about again how she doesn't wake up till noon every day. And Juan carried her in front of the whole audience like he likes to do. Um... <laughs> 
I just got my NFU, but <laughs> um uh so then Giselle fucking after the program, Giselle pulls Jacqueline to the side and is just like asking her, like, hey, did you fuck Mia's boyfriend? Oh, she watched. Oh, have you had Gordon? Have you fucked Gordon? And she's like, Oh, you'll have to ask Mia that. And then they had Clarice big broad shoulder ass over there i loved what she had on and i was so mad that she had it on though Sharice she is fly yeah She's i fly. loved what the fuck she had on but i She's didn't fly. like them big ass uh, auntie titties in that job it was she didn't need that <laughs> she definitely gloria from madagascar vibes <laughs> i think like she definitely is always done up she always looks well i mean she pulled a nigga who clearly had a bag so, yeah. I mean, she definitely, she lives up to her full potential. Um, but I think the problem is, is that being around women like this, I think that she might need to come off or come with a little bit more kindness because it's like, people could call you fly and people could love you and, and give you your flowers for being the bad broad jump that you are. But the moment <laughs> you piss them off, they're going to come for the whiff. Oh yeah, they're gonna come for the latitude and longitude. They're gonna come for mm-hmm. all that shit, and mm-hmm. it's just not. It's it's not a good time. I don't think it's fun. You know what I mean? Like just I don't know. I I wish she was more of a sweetheart. Yeah, because she's yeah. just messy and nasty and messy. Same thing with Giselle, but like Giselle is just like mean girl. G- Giselle gives me like prom queen energy, who like yeah. is still riding the hype that she had in high school. Right, and still dressing like she did in high school. Precisely, yeah. precisely. Yeah. Every yeah. every every it's weekend. Like- She's going down to the mall. She's trying to see what is there at Claire's, trying to see what's going on at Claire's. <laughs> a, little, a little rainbow fashion week. Like, Giselle has has got to get out of those high Hanging out ways. in the food court, yeah. Aggressively, very much hanging out in the fucking food court. Oh, poor Giselle. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, Jacqueline pulls Mia into the conversation. Well, no, I think it was Giselle. She was like, Mia, Mia, we have a question to ask you. And whatever, I don't know exactly what words... Giselle used but Mia was like are you asking me if she fucked Gordon and oh no 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 the first thing they asked was if she bought Jacqueline's Porsche because they were flashing back to them in Miami when Mia was drunk as shit and talking about if my bestie ain't riding and if if I'm up she up if she not pulling up in a Porsche like and so then Giselle took from that that Mia bought the Porsche I think Mia did buy the Porsche or at least help with it mm-hmm. because then Giselle asked did you buy her a Porsche? She was like, it's in her name. But she knew she was doing that shit too, trying to be cute. So <laughs> I don't fucking know. Who cares? I don't have one. Who um, cares? I don't have one. <laughs> I just, I don't, maybe I'm a little bit removed, but I don't feel like $400,000 a year is like buy your best friend a Porsche type money. No? Uh, I, I mean, it, yeah. Hell is okay. that is that is that single salary or her and her husband? That's just her. That's just her. So she uh, says. Wait, I think that might be because her and her husband's businesses are t- like she manages the businesses that her husband started. So I think that is yes. like everything that came in. Her husband's like practically a stay-at-home dad now. Yeah. But like when he met her, he had I'm, these businesses and she's yes. just been like stepping into sure the workforce that man is like 60 years old i'm sure mm-hmm. he has other investments like i know he has more money than just that okay that. 
Okay. And, okay. and that's just what she's making. He could possibly be making more than that. But even if it was them that's together, true. I that's still true. think, yeah, that's enough. Shit. That's, that's enough. A- <laughs> that's- no, I'm not saying that's not, that's definitely rich. You get the $400,000 a year. You're like in the top half percent of like earners. I just didn't think $400,000 a year was like buy your best friend Porsche money. I think it is though. I think it is because honestly, if you think about it, yeah it, really? i mean okay. definitely two like yeah 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 four hundred thousand like you could do it and still be like making the payments if you made like two hundred thousand yeah it, it, she could definitely do it she okay. could do it. god that just feels like such a i don't know it seems like a low number to be buying something. Yeah, that costs like right. Like I know for a fact I'm in the gym with people. All you have to do to get to 400,000 is retire from the military and go back and fucking find you a government gig. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. Li- you know what I mean? And I know that, and you, and you double that because you have a spouse who did the same thing. Yeah. Like that's and very common you know at the on, gym. Then you know they're <laughs> on disability. So they get look, matched that too. Look, so I'm like, I'm like, I just don't feel like, I don't know. You know but them I mean? niggas could buy somebody a fucking Porsche. <laughs> them niggas, listen, they could. I'm telling you, they can. Okay, okay. I was like, get on my nerves. Don't get me wrong. I definitely take it. I'd love to be them. I'd love to be true. them. But yeah, I just, I was, I just, when she said that, I was like, I don't think when she said it was in her name, my mind immediately went to her in season one saying she made 400000 And I'm like, I don't think 400000 is buy your friend a Porsche type money. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, you still, I, guess, I mean, so but, I ain't got it. <laughs> yeah, because imagine, imagine the amount of, I mean, they do, they do spend more. I, mean, I don't know how much their mortgage is. Like we about, to, that's, we about to be doing too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is me thinking, this is me thinking, because I be, I be pocket watching on these shows, especially she dropping numbers. I'm over here trying to do the math. I'm like, hold yeah, on. Yeah, because hmm. we got to think about the car notes, but we don't know. And G been li- alive so long. We don't that's know where, where, where his <laughs> Wow. Wow. And it's no ageism, no ageism. I'm just saying he's more established. He's mature. He's wise. Yeah, I think like the Um, average, like what is it like the mutual funds do like, like a max is like 10% a year. So if you get like a million and at his age is not unlikely in mutual funds, then you're making like, what is like three, four grand, something like that a year. So I guess if he has, and he doubles that, then like, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Cause he probably has investments. You're right. He probably has, he's old. I'm just saying he's been yeah, around right. longer, just like all these motherfuckers <laughs> that bought all that property in DC and now they cashing out and shit. And I'm like, well, I wasn't even born yet, bitch. So, <laughs> <laughs> you bought that bitch back in the fucking 40s and shit when it was $12,000 for a row home. And, and then telling me I need to buy investment property like bitch. <laughs> you 69 and a half, oh. Exactly. You got your parents and left you shit and all this. Like, girl, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just random. It's no person. But uh, I'm just fucking talking. <laughs> we just talking about G having right. this motherfucking bread. Uh, so that's all I have. Because okay. nothing really happened. Nothing really happened. Uh, 90 Day Fiance. This was really good. Um, <laughs> oh, you thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Did okay, um, let's unpack. <laughs> let's unpack. Okay, let's unpack. I don't really, I mean, Ed and Liz is so we don't have to, me. we really don't even have to. 
Yeah, because I have a lot for Kemet Usman and um, Andre and Elizabeth. What about uh, uh, Jovi and Yara, though? And Angela. Yeah, girl. I have them, but I don't <laughs> have them as much. Oh, okay. Angela is about to get dragged, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can just start there. Let's let's start there. Let's let's start with Angela and Michael. Um, so she said after she got home from Nigeria, they were good for two weeks talking. They were good. They were in a great place. <laughs> and so her friend, I'm gonna say it like her. Her friend sends her some texts. uh, of him cheating Um, and she has screenshots and a voice note Um, first we come into the scene with her with a scowl on her face (laughs) looking like I can't even describe what she looks like the crypt keeper like a uh, woman scorned a woman scorned crypt keeper (laughs) crying she looked terrible skin dragging to the floor like (laughs) it was bad it was really bad don't ever want to see her fucking cry again like i never want to see that shit again uh so michael's fucking cheating uh he left the voice note to some bitch letting her know like look this bitch i don't know why she's here but i'm getting everything in line for us and i'm gonna send you the money like so he mind you michael does not work He's getting money from Angela and he's sending to another bitch. As he should. As he fucking should. Yeah, I don't have a problem with any of this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Michael cheating cheating is some of the best news I've heard on this show. Her having proof that he's cheating and not just her being fucking crazy because you know that's on brand um, Mm -hmm. is amazing news. I love the fact that Michael hasn't been loyal to Angela because like why would you? Exactly. <laughs> and then she you? started blaming herself because she said, oh, I always said if he ever cheated on me, I would leave him. But honestly, I don't know what I'm going to do. So you're going to stay with him, bitch, and take it. <laughs> because the thing is, I feel like Michael could find him a middle-aged Black woman who would definitely take him in. I feel, oh, I'm certain. I'm certain. <laughs> Who could, who, who, could uh, who has the eggs and the ability to tote it. Um, you know what I mean? So he would get his cake and eat it too. And he would get that American citizenship that I do believe Michael is extremely deserving for because eating that box for this many years, Michael deserves. Michael deserves all of the citizenship. Give that nigga social security. Give him all of the American benefits um, because yeah, no, Angela's fucking gross. And she be doing trifling shit herself. Like, girl, you over there talking to a nigga with cancer that you getting a crush she on? She said all she did was have a crush. She never cheated on him. <laughs> fuck you, Angela. This was the fuck you, <laughs> girl. Fuck all you. the shit you talk, all the fuck <laughs> talking down to that man and emasculating him and all the mm-hmm. bullshit you kick. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. Cry. <laughs> Keep fucking crying. And stay with him. And I hope he continues. Oh my god. Stay with him and I hope he cheats some oh more. I love gosh. that. I love that for him. <laughs> Saint, how do you feel? You don't feel I like hope he cheats are... even harder. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um this I I it's interesting. I don't know. This I feel like so many things wrapped up across a lot of relationships in this episode. They're just they were nice bows put on the packages. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and so I I this implosion has been coming. You could see it from a mile away for however many weeks and months it's been at this point. So um, 
it's just not surprising. I'm like, I, did I know it was going to happen like this? No. Did I think it would be more of like a Joker, Harley Quinn sort of, you know, taking out of each other? Who's to say? Um, but yeah, the fact that she at least wasn't crazy, I identify with her in the sense that I often am vindicated as well. Um, and I feel crazy for a long time until the other shoe drops. And I'm like, God was using me as a prophet and I just didn't know it and I didn't acknowledge it. Um, so shout out to prophetess Angela. Um, either you're going to stay with him or you're not. Those are the only two options you have. Um, so I didn't get a good sense of how serious she was about either. Um, but, but Michael's probably going to keep cheating um, if she does stay. Um, or he's going to find his next victim, I mean, partner, um, <laughs> if, he, if he moves on. So they, they both are horrible. I, I don't long- feel strongly about either one of them. They deserve each other, honestly. Um, <laughs> that That's the take. Yeah, for as long as he has been fucking that, yeah, nah, he's the victim. He's the it victim. is the victim. Well, see, Saint. I don't know if Saint has knowledge of of events that have taken place in past seasons. Yeah, he doesn't. I probably it. don't. But does it matter? I mean, how 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 much knowledge is um? Well, if, if, me, if whatever has brought you to this point, <laughs> it, whatever whatever happened happened, and it makes sense that y'all are here at the bottom of the barrel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> see what what took me out was when she uh, made him wear the Trump uh, boxer briefs. It was at mm-hmm. that point that I decided she deserved all of the pain that Michael was yeah. made him made him. Did, did she hold him down? Did she strong arm strong arm him? Because I can guarantee you there's no one under <laughs> God's green earth that could slide a pair of those on me. OK, the rock could try and I would take his bald head out. OK. Sometimes, sometimes manipulation is, is just as bad as a strong arm. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't feel bad for her. I don't, I can't say that I do. Yeah, I don't either. Fuck her. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> her racist ass. Don't nobody give a fuck about your white ass tears. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my God. I'm sorry. She is a barbarian. Um, <laughs> and I I'm- have no remorse i'm realizing like my i realized that as i was watching like her breakdown (laughs) i just kind of eventually realized that i was holding my mug right next to my tv like trying to get the tears in a cup um so (laughs) yeah if i if i could have drank them i would have they either would have killed me or i would live (laughs) eternally i don't know um but it was there, I did get a little bit of glee um, in seeing this come to fruition. Um, it just, you know, God's plan always works out just the way it needs yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Bilal and Shida. Um, okay, I, I don't know. They're just, this is just <laughs> annoying. I don't know. So, they go to the Brooklyn Bridge. Um uh they he was like he wants to build a good strong foundation so basically they went to the bridge he says to her like you know what happened back there like what happened why are you you know like pressing me so hard I thought we were having a good time 
And so he was just like, he wants to have a good, strong foundation. He wants to have a child with her and he wants to build a good, strong foundation before having a child, which I mean, that was good. He just he's been using all this time that he won't answer her to come up with the response that he just gave this episode. Um, It's close, but no cigar. Um, I still don't believe you. You need more people. Uh, (laughs) I don't believe this nigga. He's full of shit. And that's all I have to say about him. I'm like, I understand you wanting to build a, I'm like, you want to build a foundation, but Shaida's foundation within her womb is deteriorating. Um, and that, unfortunately, is going to be the biggest factor in all of this. I feel like he keeps trying to dangle these bits and baubles in front of her to distract her like a carrot in front of a rabbit. Um, and I'm not a, an OBGYN. I'm not a, a physician. But I'm convinced that if you want a child, something in your brain, if you are, are in full baby mode, something in your brain clicks. I don't know if it's a chemical. I don't know if it's one of the hemispheres lighting up. You will never be able to distract someone. For, not for that long. You can try, yeah. you can throw things here and there, but if I want a child, I you could you could buy me a Porsche, you could buy me a new house, you could take me to Renaissance um, and give me backstage VIP tickets as if that tour would ever even happen at this point. Um, you could do any of those things. If I want a baby, I want, give me a baby right now. I'm not playing with you. So I'm glad, I'm, I'm like, stop, stop, stop the count cut the cameras like we i'm not doing this with you so i'm glad she at least was he's trying to drag it out long enough for the eggs to continue to boil harder and harder that's all it is in the honesty and it's sick but what type of what type of how is it like what do you get out of that okay so who dodge the bullet okay it's too late now you can't have a baby so we can just continue being happily married right like no you're crap you're building your tomb like, what is wrong with you that you are getting the, right. the wood and the nails and that coffin and you are just drilling nails into that thing as if the end result will be something positive for you like if you steal my wife and stop me from having a baby and it's not entirely his fault obviously because she's 37 years old life has just happened in many ways but in my eyes if you are what did me in sir <laughs> Hell really hath no fury like a woman scorned. I used to think that was in the Bible because it felt so true. Um, and maybe it should be. But you, like white on rice, I, I would be the last face you saw before you exited this earth. I'll tell you that much right now. Okay? Like shit. So then what totally solidified it, he tries to play this victim role then, right? Uh, and he's like, okay, so I give her a child and then what? There'll be something else and I get thrown in the trash. Nigga, shut the fuck up. He is so, I don't know who's believing this shit, (laughs) but it ain't me. (laughs) I just, uh, that's where it was like, because the thing is, at first I was like, all right, like they have been on the rocks more than they've been flying free as long as I've seen this show, right? So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, Bilal is probably very insecure about his first marriage and how it ended in fucking divorce. Um, and he doesn't want to create another broken home. So he wants to be sure that the person he's having a baby with is a person that he is going to stay with. I'm like, that makes sense. I get it, right? At this point though, it, it feels like 
you're you're sliding into gaslighting territory. And for a lot of people, you've already set up shop. You've you've built a home there. So like, I just I don't I don't know if he believes this shit he's saying, but I find it hard to believe that he believes this shit. Like she wants a baby. You are like trying to make it seem like she's never happy because you're taking her to fucking New York to see some goddamn bridge, and that's supposed to satisfy her desire to have a child. You as a person with children, would you rather not have kids and go see a bridge? I'm sure the answer is no. So why does right. that not like I I <laughs> I don't Oh, because he's smart. He's the smartest person, and that's why he feels like we don't see his bullshit when he says this mopey ass shit on camera. But like, if, he, the if he thinks people he, believe that, then he he isn't as smart as he as he thinks he is. <laughs> he's a narcissist that's what they do that's they don't recognize that no self-awareness um yeah so i'm sure he believes it oh we hate to see it mm, damn i just yeah. i think what i and this is unpopular opinion i think shahida just needs to go down to the, the sperm bank if you really want a baby that bad like i it breaks my heart because it's very i don't say it's very common but it seems that like i don't know it just seems like this seems to be the 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 reoccurring theme in my life is seeing women who wanted children and never got to get that and their career a lot of times is why that happens um that and I also do feel like women allow men to waste their time too much as well I feel like those two variables like I think that like I think that it is more important for women to be dating to marry because if they really want children like you can't change science and the older you get the more difficult it's going to be so like don't be to the point where you cutting everybody off with a smaller shit but at the same time don't be letting these niggas waste your time if what you want is children in a marriage because before you know it 28 29 will be here then you want to live with the nigga for a year before you even get engaged then you get engaged and if you want a wedding it's probably going to take a year to plan that then you probably want to then after that you want to live with the nigga you want to enjoy your marriage before you know it you four years and you 33 34 and you approach at high risk how many kids you want just want like you know what i mean there's so many different like variables yeah. and you, you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah. Like, yeah go down to the clinic she to have your goddamn baby if he if he wants to be the sperm injected in you so be it if not have your baby figure the rest out yeah but even with that they the, the two things that they want are in direct opposition with each other because his whole thing is i don't it's not i don't want to give you a baby it's i don't want a baby full stop so shayda if you do that live your life be a single mom or maybe mm-hmm. find another man that will be willing to, you know, once a family and all that stuff, but he doesn't want this child and she does. And that is something that neither one of them seems to, they both feel strongly about it. And most people at, th- at that point in your mm-hmm. late thirties, early forties, you're not changing your mind about, Oh, well, all of a sudden a, a baby came to me in a dream. And I realized that <laughs> I, I'm like, it can happen. Sure. But especially him having children, her having no children, y'all are never going to agree on this. And if you do, it will be an ugly Cold War compromise. And this child will end up being the root of the rest of your marital problems, more or less. He's going to be resentful that you forced him to have a child. Um, and she's going to be mad that he doesn't love their child because he feels like it's just too much, yeah, yeah. too much. Shaida, you're a beautiful woman. You're intelligent. 
you can do this alone. Okay. You can do this by yourself. You will figure it out. I will help support with the college fund, you know, on cash app. <laughs> oh we, we can do this. Like it takes a village. Thank Leave, that man, it. <laughs> Leave that man alone. You okay? have so many deep ass ties with <laughs> niggas. Like, you put the college I'm like, I'm like, why, why are we doing this? Like each one, teach one, like let United Negro College Fund. Let's, let's do this. We can figure it out. I watched Precious on, um, on on Christmas. <laughs> Why? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, no, no. Christmas Eve. Oh my um, god. Oh, that's better. It puts better. you in the spirit. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was a family. The spirit thing. of thankfulness. We watched oh, we watched Lord. Precious. It was good. You know, it honestly, just watching it again, it was a little grueling though. I was like, oh gosh. You know, I couldn't uh, yeah. I, I couldn't get all my jokes that I usually have. Um, because was, black people, we really don't take anything serious. Because what we did, Precious, we've already done to color purple. We've done with what's yeah. left got to do with it. Like yeah. one thing four about four colored us, girls, the four colored. Oh, girls. I don't have anything for that one. <laughs> oh, no, I don't have anything. For that. <laughs> just, yeah, just yeah, recently, yeah, me neither. <laughs> just recently, just recently, upon the passing of the the uh, the icon Barbara Walters, black people uh-huh. took to Twitter. To say, oh my gosh, why? Um, if you guys are unfamiliar, that is Fabo screaming Barbara at the end of Laffy Taffy. We don't have any goddamn sense. So yeah, we yeah. gotta we, we gotta do better. The thing is, is that all it takes. It, I would say that all it takes is for it not to be a true story. But what's love got to do with it? Definitely was a true story. And I can't pick up beads without saying "numb gay ring gay kid" to this day. So I just, um, I'm like, <laughs> the, the number of times I've said to people, I'm like, so tell me, since you know so much and you got your college degree, like yeah. that from Precious, rent and free think, in my mind. You know rent every free. Fucking thing. You think yes. you know everything? That, and I also just like, let me tell you something, Miss Weiss. And you're sitting there and you're looking at me. You're you judging me. Yeah. My, I'm like, yeah. my, my, that my powder on her face. Like my favorite fact about that movie is allegedly Mariah Carey was not allowed to wear any makeup and she was running around hiding in different places on set just trying to apply a little bit of concealer, a little bit of foundation. And they were like, Mariah, I found you in the room closet. Stop it. And she's like, oh, my bad. Like, that's my favorite part. And like, I don't know if it's true, but it's something that would have happened down. Like shit. Right in the boom closet, like bitch. Shoot. Bring me some cover girl. <laughs> like, some- you, you got some L'Oreal something. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, my mother said that the whole cast they didn't wear makeup, um, just to make shit realistic. For where were they? They were in New York, right? Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Ooh, the trenches, yeah. USA. Yeah. Hell. <laughs> so okay uh Joby and Yara this again it's just whatever uh I feel what, like Yara... what, a, what a healthy pivot <laughs> I love yeah that was smooth I uh I feel like I'm so torn because a part of me is like Yara should not have to deal with feeling like she's alone I think that Jovi is allowing her to feel that way and not making an effort to mend the relationship that has been fucked up with um, her and her mother. Um, 
But then at the same time, I'm like, Yara knew she was marrying a man who had a job that sent him away for like half the year. Like that wasn't like news to you, right? And it was okay enough for you to marry him. Um, And the agreement was that you'd be in the States, but now it's like, that isn't cool. I don't know. I just, their whole situation is just (laughs) fucked up to me. But I get Yara wanting to be like near her family, but then already, and this is the thing, I knew this shit was going to happen. Already she's like, I need to explore whether or not we're going to stay married. Man, that, that, I mean, I should have seen it coming. (laughs) I just wasn't expecting it. Um, That's what she lost me. He kept saying like, I mean, this could be it. This could be it. So maybe off camera, he's like, look, she's like, look, bitch, nigga, you're going to let me stay over here. I'm leaving your ass Mm -hmm. because she certainly... Uh, threw that shit out there and I was like oh she said if Jovi doesn't change I don't know if I can stay in the marriage but what does change what is that what is she it doesn't seem like she's asking well she's saying because he doesn't like support her and he does try to control her and so I am happy that he finally was like you know what if you want to stay just go ahead and stay but is that control not I don't I don't I don't think that to me, I don't think Jovi is trying to necessarily control her. I think that he has preferences that aren't the same preferences as her. I don't think that that means he's trying to control her. They just don't agree. Well, just like when he wants to be there when she's with her friends and he doesn't want their influence on her. She's a grown-ass fucking woman. If, she, if she's that gullible and shit that you don't want her being around her friends that she's made then you pick the wrong bitch like no i don't think that's fair i think like i think in a marriage i think that i think because of the way society is set up and because of how misogynistic society is like there are some things that we put on men that we don't put on women because if i have a bunch of friends who are going out and going to strip clubs and all these niggas cheat on their wives i can guarantee you that silent partner is going to pull me to the side and be like, she ain't even pulling your ass to the <laughs> side. <laughs> right. So like, and like, if she has the right to do that as my wife, like, you know what I mean? Like there's definitely, yeah. like, there's a dude, I know a nigga who cheats on his wife on a consistent basis. And like, anytime I bring him up in conversation, the disgust that comes over her face is like some shit I don't see often. You know what I mean? And she has a right to feel that way. So I can't like, he's not controlling for that. Like, you don't want your spouse to be improperly influenced because they could make one decision based off of the influences that they have from the people they're around that could fuck up everything that you guys have. So I'm not mad at right. Joey for that. But if she, I mean, you can have your preferences and stuff, but mm-hmm. he he throws whole hissy fits like when she doesn't do exactly what he wants. He I is mean, like, he, she- I, I think he is. Yeah, yeah, she's manipulated. They're just fucked up. <laughs> they, they are. Let's, but where they she just lost are me? because she where does she that little though? crying ass, right. pouty ass voice. Bitch, shut up. But where she lost me was when she starts talking about divorce and you move into another country. So now, and like, yeah. I don't feel like the circumstances are, are that much different than before you married him, other than the fact that his mother is not in the picture. And I can give you some grace and say, okay, it makes sense for you to wanna be in your home country, or or be in Europe, not your home country, because she ain't going back to Ukraine anytime soon. It makes sense for you to be in Europe with your mother because that's your support system and the support system that you have in America has abandoned you. Um, (laughs) Or not abandoned, you guys are on rocks rocks right now. Abandoned might be the wrong word. Um, You guys are on rocks right now. So I get wanting to be in Europe, right? But like, 
he is caving and giving you that because that isn't to me a compromise because that wasn't what was agreed upon before you guys got married. But there's some things in marriage that there aren't compromises for. There's no compromise for you living in Europe or living in the United States. It's either or, right? So he is, he is, he's letting you have it. He's understanding because he's trying to save his marriage and he loves you and his daughter enough to put what the fuck he wants to the side and say, go for it. Right. And then in the Mm -hmm. next scene, you're like, if Jovi doesn't change, I don't know if we're going to get married. Like, bitch, what? Wait, that's, that's what comes of him. Like putting his preferences to the side to give you. Yeah. She, she must, she probably been wanted to leave him and she was a little sneaky bitch the whole time. She uh... must be the bitch that we thought that, um, the woman, well, I I forgot her name, Blake, uh, Jasmine, Mm -hmm. Blake and Jasmine. And meanwhile, they're fucking uh, uh, answering all these questions about each other on a little 90 day. Uh, mm-hmm. What's it called? The little dating show on Discovery Plus. Like they're happy as shit. Mm-hmm. And See? we thought that bitch mm-hmm. didn't even like him. See, <laughs> yeah, right, right. But I think like and I think this feeds to like my opinion that there are uh, a lot of women, unfortunately, probably more white just because of this sample has to be consistent of, of or consists of more white women just because 70% of black women are never married. So it just only makes sense. The majority of the women in this are white. And of, just of our women, demographic, yeah. Well, and I think, well, that too, but like of women who just want to get married and don't want to stay married, like they have no interest in staying married. And that's why like, I love Michelle Obama like sitting down and being like, I think the problem with this generation is y'all give up too easy. Marriage is not always 50-50. There may be some points where it's 60-40, 70-30. It depends. You know what I mean? Like that's just mm-hmm. unrealistic for your entire life for things to be roses and be great and y'all give up. And if that's not, that's not what it'll be like the entire time. And I think we put unrealistic expectations on marriage. There's no relationship that you have that is smooth your entire life. Y'all go through rips with parents, with siblings, with anybody else. And that is okay. You can come back from that shit. But like your spouse, oh no, we got to go down to divorce court. Like what? That created a whole person together. I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> like I just, like, I don't, I don't know. So, so you don't support people graduating like Tia Maori? Wow. <laughs> Walking across the courtroom with divorce papers. <laughs> Pull out oh, your cap and I, I thought, I thought, I thought we supported education. I thought we supported education in this household. That was I the dumbest was shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> she, <laughs> tried it. she really tried it. I do. Tell me, tell me why I have to explain that to my mother, who's been married to my father for over three decades at this point. Explain that to them, and both both of them looked at me like I'd grown a third head or something. I'm like, listen, this wasn't my. They were like, stop, stop, stop talking. I'm like, I'm just letting you know what's out here in these streets. Okay, I'm just trying to keep y'all here. What your son has to It's ridiculous. Oh my gosh, the way she tried to flip that shit. I don't know why we look at divorce as. As a failure. I mean, for some people, it's, I'm like, if you don't look, look, sis, no, no, Ooh, we're not gonna, Lord. you can convince, they, when that, I've heard a psychologist say you can convince the human mind of anything. I was like, we are yeah. not even gonna let that nerve, that, not that this. narrative, not, <laughs> not this. Of, of that almost, wasn't it. Almost anything, apparently. She, oh, you know who wrote that for her? Bilal. <laughs> Bilal <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. So fuck Yara. She's a silly bitch. Oh um, my god. She just is. <laughs> she just is. I don't really like Joby either, but like you need to stay with your family. Sorry. I low-key love when you call people silly bitches. It 
<laughs> it, it it does something for me, and I don't I I don't know where it comes from, but just silly and bitch in the I'm same like, sentence. Silly, <laughs> dizzy, any of those like very ah! like like things that you would associate with like children or fairies. Like, oh, you're just you're just dizzy, aren't you? Like, that's yeah. hilarious to me. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, where 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 we call that a dizzy bitch? Where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're, you're you're just a silly little thing aren't you hmm. yeah, so it, it sounds I'm like brave. you're saying it with love but it's like a cold hard insult oh hell yeah hell yeah as long as you know all- <laughs> um, so andre andre and elizabeth my king don't you love him don't you love? Him? I love oh my gosh. I, I'm like when that, at some point he says like I hope that my words move faster than my fists. Like in therapy, uh-huh. that's hilarious. Um, yes. Y'all, this is off the chain. Complete, uh-huh. It's it, it's fifty. It's fifty meters from the chain. They're not even close at this point. Hell no, because they got in that uh, therapy session. All of them acted as the therapist had to go get her little tools and shit to be like, okay, one at a time now. Um, so basically, Charlie said after Elizabeth married Andre, that's when division started coming in the family. Um, and the father was like, <laughs> Charlie be texting him and saying he stuck up Andre's ass and sending him disrespectful texts saying he's a woman and he's weak and he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, it seems like Charlie would do that. See, in this um, moment, it's definitely, it's, see, and that's the, this is why sometimes the, the Lord is working on me, but I need for him to do more work because I would cut a child off behind some shit like that. Well, he did. But that's like, what he said. I don't he know said, that's why you're cut off. I don't know that I would even like, I, w- I don't know if I would be there for even therapy. Mm. Like See, I would be good. Because you don't See, disrespect your parents. I, I just, I would never speak to my parents like that. So it would be very difficult for me to digest my child. Are, like I gave you life. And contrary to like the, the new narrative and wave online for it be, being like, well, your parents doing this, that's their job as parents. Fuck all that. Your parents don't have to do anything. Look at Krishan and what, and what produced her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your parents don't have to give you a, a structure. They don't even really have to take care of you. For being honest, look at all these kids in, in foster care. So your parents taking care of you to me warrants respect and that mm-hmm. is is a lot of things but it ain't respect so yeah mm-hmm. mm. he's also mm. white so there's that there, oh there is that um. variable there is that variable. <laughs> the big one it's a big one it's a big one so uh charlie was like you cut me off you're cut off from my family <laughs> so andre was like i would have came in there with a shirt that said fuck them kids Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have just said it. I would have just, just said it. You cut off a, a wait till wait till that will comes out. We're gonna find out who's cut off. You be blessed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, it, it'll be a it'll be a rude awakening for some of you. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I didn't expect the generational wealth to just be uh stopping so soon um in the generations, but you know, we'll find like, out. Listen, it, it happens all the time suddenly your your children are wealthy and your parents left you in the dust so don't it, there's a historical precedent for mm. it all right and that white man got like five kids only got like five kids it's like five of them niggas yeah it's oh, one, yeah. two, three, four. 
Oh, so he so house the house is full on Thanksgiving, irregardless. Um, <laughs> no, no, because they said at one point they're like, oh well, Andre, you've taken um, taken uh, Lilibet from us. Well, uh, what's her name? Lizzie? What is it? <laughs> That's why I just call her Lizzie. <laughs> Lilibet, you get on my nerves. Y'all took Elzebel from us, um, and that's not cool. Um, but then they said they were like, oh, you've contributed to the brokenness of our family, and I forget it was either her or the dad who were it like was we, she was like we grew up in a divorced household so half mm-hmm. of us live with our dad anyway and half of us live with our mom so what like these this has been percolating ready to come to a head for decades at this point um and, and a real nigga just, stepped in and telling y'all motherfuckers the truth correct y'all can't correct. fucking take it now is he Brad, yes, he is definitely an asshole. He definitely started a lot of the fights. Um, <laughs> but he just keeps telling the truth and he don't put up with bullshit. Is that Shit. wrong? Is that wrong? I don't think so. <laughs> I would love to see his family. Like, I would love to see, like, his family. And, like, I wonder if he talks to them the way he talks to his in-laws. I'm sure he does. And then at the end of the day, they're just like, yeah, we're good. What do you want for dinner? Like they, they yeah, that's how they are. They're it seems very, like he he's he's very brash, but like yeah. I'm not. Let's move on. Like I said, it it's done. Maybe we had a fist fight about it. Whoever won the fist fight, you know, it is what it is, and we can, mm-hmm. you know, let's go to Arby's. Let's, you know, they have the meats. Yeah. We can we can work through yeah. this. It's not Other that deep. Cultures are much more direct than us. We got to play around feelings and don't hurt my feelings and don't discriminate and don't not include this person and don't like we so soft and I think, well, I th- well i think that the i think that the the problem to me in america is a lack of understanding and a lack yes. of willingness to understand because america is different in the sense that like it's a huge melting pot like there is so many different <laughs> cultures so many different religions in america so many different ideologies in america a lot of other countries don't have at least to this extent right so mm-hmm. it's like it's mm-hmm. it's it's easier for them to be on the same page because everyone's on the same page mm-hmm. in america mm-hmm. it's like a big clusterfuck mm-hmm. and then everybody calls everybody sensitive but everyone has things that offend them so it's like are we all sensitive or are we just all have different things that are important to us but we don't have a willingness to understand now i do think it gets fucking ridiculous because y'all be doing too much on the lines on the lines be too goddamn much the truth is somewhere in the middle for me <laughs> the truth yeah. is somewhere in the middle yeah. for me because it's like yeah. when they said dave Chappelle, don't be dropping the f-bomb that to me is fair because i know if somebody came into dave Chappelle and was like you goddamn nigger he'd be upset so like why can't you just like give somebody that like why is that why is that like in a different like why is that so difficult like, to do and I, I agree. And I don't even think Americans are soft necessarily only because I, I think of softness. I think of compassion and empathy and genuine deep care <laughs> for other people. And I don't think most of us are rolling. I really don't. I do not think most of us are. Oh, I, I, I don't want to say this to you because I don't want to offend you because I love you. I respect you. I think highly of no, you. I would never want to denigrate. That, that is not at the forefront of minds. Y'all are saying this because you don't want HR all up in your business and suddenly you have to be on LinkedIn because you were ousted from your job. You don't want to say, say X, Y, Z to me, mom, because you know she survived the war and suddenly you can't come to family Thanksgiving because you're out here. It's screaming at the top of your lungs, all sorts of nightmare nonsense. Like 
people are polite and respectful to a degree because they fear being ostracized in society. But if you spoke your truth, if you spoke from your heart, you would go to the pits of hell so quickly, your head would spin. And that's, I'm like, that, that, that is the softness that we as Americans maybe adapt to. But if we genuinely, genuinely cared about each other, I love being soft. I love crying in public. I love crying, seeing other people cry. That is my jam. It is, it is, there is no high. Listen, I don't do drugs. I don't need to. I cry, all right? I will cry watching commercials. I've cried watching videos of, Pregnancy announcements, colorblind people giving those little special color glasses that let them see red for the first time. I love him to be white. I said, you take it all. Y'all are not, I'm like, there's a there's, there's a good, good amount of hardness in being soft, and y'all are not down to be hard to be soft, okay? Y'all aren't built like me. All right, you got it. You got I it. You just do. I am weak. Y'all are built like me. I'll give, I'll, I'll give you that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Team like Andre. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Down. I'm like, he, he's hard, <laughs> but he is soft. He's hard about his family, about his immigration status, and y'all playing games with him. Um, exactly. and they didn't want to hear it. They never want to hear it. And I, they should have been doing family therapy for years, even before Andre entered the picture. They needed it. Hell yeah. Oh my God. So my last, certainly not least, um, Kim and Usman. Um, Ooh, the big enchiladas. Yeah. She got on the merry-go-round with the short sleeve lace sleeved shirt um on a merry-go-round with little i forgot his little name that they will not be adopting um uh so the parents were saying they had to go speak to every fucking body in the village before they could make a decision um uh 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 and so then jamal who is kim's son asks about what will change when this possible adoption happens and, you know, uh, ask him some real questions like you're going to have to raise this child. Like, look how your life is going to change, blah, blah, blah. Um, so then Usman called her a dirty bitch because her room was dirty as shit. <laughs> okay. And- <laughs> That's funny. It's not what I remember seeing, but I was like, on. I was like, did, I was like, did my TV turn off during this portion? I don't recall, but I, you got it. I trust you. Yeah, I, I, mean, I believe I mean, you. Just let me take you there. Let me take you there. So, oh, was, I'm there. He was cleaning the room because her messy ass had shit all over the place, and um. Apparently, he was talking about her weight and her needing a possible tummy tuck. Uh, they're not having sex. That's why she's really upset. Um, because, of course. Hold on. I missed a bunch of shit. But anyway, they were arguing because he was mad because he's like, bitch, clean up. Like, mm-hmm. he was cleaning it up and he was like, the room was a mess. And so why didn't y'all, y'all, so I just put it in layman's terms. Like, I, um, <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I know, I, I, I get it now. You're right, you're right. You know, I mean, that's what I got from it. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I heard him say. It's fine. I'm, 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 I'm sure in your heart of hearts, that's exactly what you heard. 
<laughs> hand on the Bible. I know, I, I believe that is what you heard with your own two ears. I mean, I tell, can you give me a different interpretation? I mean, and you were right to hear it. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> disparaging that at all. Stand in your truth. I'll be there standing there holding your hand right next to you. <laughs> uh, and so basically she was like, you know, if, if you don't like me so much, I don't understand why I'm here. And, uh, and Usman was like, if you don't understand why you are here, you can pack your things and go back. I was like, oh, shit, Usman. I love um, every minute of it because the thing is, is that Kimberly is unrealistic. I think people have got to start bringing themselves that down, back down to earth. You have a 65-year-old smoker space. Um, <laughs> you're a little bit overweight and a little bit is me being kind. And you're marrying a 30-year-old... Um, soundcloud celebrity from nigeria what do you think is going no he doesn't want to fuck you of course he doesn't of course he doesn't i'm i've seen the the tooth decay and the gum decay there it probably tastes like the bottom of an old uh ford pickup truck in your mouth so like why would he want to kiss that why would he want to make love to that he is he is the one making all the compromises and it doesn't seem like he's too pressed to come to america so thank you dm (laughs) i thought i was gonna be alone okay (laughs) get your ass on oldbitchesmingle.com um whatever what smoke single smokers.org whatever you need to do <laughs> to find you the love of your life single smokers <laughs> i just i because she's not being real <laughs> it's like she keeps saying to him like i don't need you i will go back to the states and Usman's like okay so do you need an uber to the airport or a taxi you just let me know which one you want and she's like no i was just playing i'm gonna stay i'm gonna stay exactly then- <laughs> stupid bitch so she gives him the ring back and it's like, I'm done here. And then after she think about it for a second, cause she like, hold up. I'm not really gonna get no dick when I get home. <laughs> and so she comes back in the room, knocking on the fucking door talking about, I was pissed, I was pissed when I gave him the ring back. I, I was pissed, <laughs> bitch. And she's like, well, the, the thing is, you know, I just, I just want to be heard. And Usna said, you know what? This ain't gonna take long. Like, like, let's see if you, you pick this one up, Saint. So, Usman <laughs> basically said... Oh, Lord. <laughs> like, okay. Bitch, okay. Gonna, well, no. Here we I'm go with the paraphrasing. Some... <laughs> it, the translating already. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to give you some, some quote-unquote and, and then my interpretation of what he said. Okay. Um, okay. So, he said he'll go home and get a woman and his culture... And he'll pray that she finds someone better than him. Um, he also says that if women are disrespectful like this, cussing at him and shit, he'll live single because he's not putting up with the bullshit. And I forgot what I was going to say because it was going to be funny, but I forgot. But um, <laughs> I, just gave you the, I just gave you the word for word. But that's what he said. He like, bitch, I'm going to go home, fuck you, and take your soggy ass home. <laughs> and so then she had a fucking breakdown in the hallway fucking huffing on the fucking uh on her luggage and shit because he was like all right bitch fuck you because I, I knew when he walked past her ass um in the hotel lobby he was gonna walk over there but he didn't he got in his motherfucking car and pulled off i was like okay this man Okay, I see you, Usman, sticking to your guns. Yeah, because the thing is, 
he did sacrifice a lot. Like that man wanted a child. He could right. have. It's his culture to have multiple wives. He was, he gave that up. Right. Then you then uh, uh, he couldn't do it here because he would lose his green card. He says, okay, we'll adopt the child. Like he made you know he, mm-hmm. he kept going to his family with these ugly white bitches. Like he's <laughs> making sacrifices too. Right. <laughs> Poor Usman and these ugly white bitches. Like what? <laughs> to yourself i think i don't know kimberly is just ah she's delusional she's delusional and i I wish that she would like be who she seems to think that she is and leave him the hell alone because it's like you're not as strong as you think you are sis like you really acting like it's anything out here and it's not like you gonna be fucking breaking down in the car looking out the window at rain and shit like you've from and that's what he said it's like dealing with somebody that's younger than him Mm-hmm. For her yeah, to I be an older lady, for her to be an older lady, she acts like someone that's younger than him, and she does. She acts mm-hmm. like a child. Does, and he didn't lie one bit. Nothing but the truth when he spoke. Yeah, so that's that's all I got. I, I'm I'm like anytime, any anytime you're, I'm like anytime you enter conflict in a relationship and folks start saying things that clearly they've been feeling for a while. Um, a la him saying, oh, no one in my region would be with you. Um, and him saying, like, I want to adopt this baby. And she's like, we don't even have sex. Those, that's not a reply, like a logical reply mm-hmm. to adopting a child. That's clearly, you, this has been on your heart for a while. Right. Um, saying it, and I'm like, this all makes sense. I'm so glad her son was there to, you know, just have, be a sounding board. Because if he had not been, it seemed like on, in a few moments, he was the one that was like, hey, mom this is nuts are you okay are you thinking this through are you using critical mm-hmm. thought can you mm-hmm. um and if he had not been there she she would have been right back right she would have been living over in in in, in nigeria with that adopted nephew son and um calling it a day. you know they they would have been fine had her son not pulled her from the brink of madness like it is it 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 played out basically uh, it was on my bingo cards i'll say that much Ooh. It's yeah, it's just all of it's unfortunate, but I'm I, I yeah they need to, to to go ahead and put that put that to rest because Usman is just it, uh, Kimberly, uh, but she's obsessed with that nigga like low key she's obsessed with him. Oh yeah, she's obsessed with him like she literally like yeah she's not she she seems like the type that could end up on first forty eight and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but yeah. Let's go ahead and move on to the Shade Room screenshots. This is the segment of the show where we talk about things that have happened on the Shade Room. Um, we've been gone for a little while, so uh, Lord knows um, what, what's going on here. So uh, rapper 504 um, was seen dancing with Asian Doll um, in the video. Asian Doll is throwing that ass on him, um, and 504 is grabbing... Um, the the rim of her jeans and biting his lip um anyone who's done any type of freak dancing that should be a visual enough for you you know what's going on here mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. those of you who are not aware asian doll is the girl or past girlfriend of the rapper that died young von um and um 504 and, and young von seem to be pretty close friends so people began um hitting him and basically saying you trifling um I don't understand. I've never danced uh, with any of my dead homeboys, uh, uh, past girls like that. This just seems very nasty. 
Um, he then took the Twitter and said, wow, can't even dance with friends. This world is so evil. Um, he's delusional. <laughs> <laughs> he is delusional. I just, he really pulled a page out of Bilal's handbook and, mm-hmm. and just toxic as shit. So people began um, replying to this tweet um, with videos of people break dancing with their friends and basically say, <laughs> nigga, this is what um, dancing with friends looks like. Cause he didn't know, he wasn't aware. Um, it just, yeah, it's unfortunate. I just, goodness gracious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it happens often enough where a partner passes and then the surviving partner and a friend end up, which we have no idea if they're in any sort of entanglement, whatever you want to call it. They could have just been acting wild dancing. Um, but if they were to come out and say, oh, we're dating, that's kind of, that happens a lot, right? Like so-and-so dies, and like at least they're friends versus like, oh, the brother or something. It's suddenly, you know, the new flame, like any of those things, people grieve in their own ways. If it were me, I don't think if I were a ghost, I would ever give you a sign that I want you to move on. But if I was displeased, you would know. Like, I'm not gonna give you like the push forward, but um, you know, if I need you to pull it back in, I'll you know come, pop down from heaven and make it known. But um, he is insane for thinking that. I, I have yet to dance with one of my friends in that manner. I'm not opposed to it. It just happens. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, recently, Angela Bassett's son participated in this TikTok trend that I was completely unaware of. Um, apparently, what people have been doing is recording their parents' reaction to... Listen, uh, listen. Falsifying <laughs> or, or a lying about the death of some sort of big superstar. Of, so, of, of specifically one of their favorite, like your mom or dad's favorite singer, favorite actor, like their person that yeah. they've loved forever. Like, hey, oh, did you know? Gee, why? <gasps> oh my I gosh, so, so-and-so dead at 72. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's very morbid and it's very distasteful. It's It's very bad. <laughs> But I have cackled at the top of my lungs watching every single one of those videos. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Those things are so so funny, and maybe it's lowbrow humor. If, that's the case. If, if it's lowbrow, I'm a caveman. Like those things have had me rolling on the floor laughing. Oh my god! Well, Saint is on the island on his own on this one. Listen, it's a whole trend. They, my brothers and sisters are with me on this. I know that much. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. So this is this is um Angela Bassett's son um getting on this trend. This is what he had to say. Hold on one second. Wait, mom, dad. Did you did you hear this? Michael B. Jordan dead at 35. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Uh-uh. So after that, um Okay, here's where he messed up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You can't, ch- I'm like, if your mother is Angela Bassett and has worked with Michael, B- she knows this man. You it has to, these have to, this yeah. is a trend for normal people who, yeah. or if it was Angela Bassett and she's never met, you know, right. um, you know, a famous, she's never met Adele or something like a, a singer she likes, like that's different. But she probably has Michael B. Jordan's phone number. Like 
in her little in her address book. That was too close to home. Yeah. Um, he th- this is not representative of the trend um, as it stands because that that's a that's a little much. He he didn't read the instructions all the way clearly. <laughs> so um he promptly took to instagram um in tears to apologize um for participating in the trend um i i don't know maybe i'm just a, a stuck up ass motherfucker but i just i'm giving him grace because he's 16 right and like as 16 year olds we all make mistakes i mean my mistake was going 95 and a 55 but you know i knew that wasn't a speed limit i could have hurt someone you know what i mean but i was young and i made bad decisions and you know that's just me being honest so like i can't judge him for his mistake being talking about michael b jordan dying like i can't you know i just i it doesn't really make sense to me to play like that it doesn't make sense to like record your mother angela bassett um having a reaction to that and then uploading it to the internet um none of it makes sense to me but you know he's young he made a mistake <laughs> um it happens to the best of us um so yeah i guess you know we'll get past I'm like it. another i'm like didn't read the instructions again clearly because you also tell them like within two seconds like you hear right. the first scream and then you're like i'm they're fine whoever i'm talking about they're fine he right. he he ruined this for me um sir <laughs> he ruined this together for but me. you're sick you, but you're 16 so like your brain isn't even fully cooked for another 10 years or so anyway so um you know leave above all leave my mother angela bassett alone okay don't do that to her again. <laughs> or you'll or you'll or you'll answer to me okay yeah she doesn't deserve that she's she doesn't deserve she's, it. she's she's worked too hard for too long okay <laughs> so yeah that is that for that little trend angela bassett uh posted a picture of her family in disney world with the caption that said hey everybody you good Happy New Year from my family to yours. <laughs> May all your dreams come true and all your blessings overflow. And what I took from that was, um, look, my baby made a mistake, but what y'all not going to do is drag him to the pits of hell. Um, y'all can kiss all our asses. He said, I'm sorry. Okay. He got fucked up behind scenes. Um, <laughs> and, and, and leave it alone. <laughs> Somebody said, yeah, Big Ange knocked him between the washer and dryer. <laughs> <laughs> like shit <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so um moving moving on oh hold on what the hell's going on you know how you have all your notes in order and whatnot i'm over here open so uh little romeo took to instagram i guess he has um tried to to have some conversations and, and, and some hard conversations and settle some differences um, before the new year with his father. He said, in order to be used, um, you have to be willing to be misunderstood and humiliated sometimes. Noah was mocked for building the boat. Jerry has showed us that sometimes we have to be willing to walk through the dead places so that God could show us how he can use every situation. Um, no one ever thought little David could defeat the, could de- defeat the giant. Um, and we all know the mistreatment of Jesus. My point is, I'm willing to fall on my sword for mines. It was never about right or wrong, parent versus child, or this narrative or that. Um, it was about be. It was about doing whatever had to be done for the growth of my family. Today, December 31st, me and my father at Master P had a very hard conversation, ironically outside in the rain. <laughs> but in order for any generation to grow, that communication has to be had and reciprocated on both sides: the good, the bad, the ugly. No matter the journey ahead, our family can truly begin to heal, and I believe many others will use our 
success story as an example to learn from. Um, the way, what a way to close out the year. Uh, a bunch of shit in other languages that I do not know. Maybe Latin. I don't. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> so it seems like he and his father are on a, a road of healing. Um, That's good. I love that. I I love that. Um, Nia Long um, is is upset um, about. Uh, Basically, she chatted with BuzzFeed and said that she thinks that the term Black movies holds us back. She feels like it's harmful. Um, I I get a little annoyed um, when Black people do things that, in my opinion, seem to be begging for universal acceptance when it's not needed. And I feel like that's what this is. What would you call a lot of the movies she's been in? If not, I mean, just. <laughs> I'm, I'm, if not I, I guess, all I, of the movies I'm like, she's been in. <laughs> I guess we could level the playing field by start by calling any movie like, oh, well, this white movie, which you know, black people kind of do sometimes anyway. But <laughs> in the in the larger conversations, um, but even then, I don't think. Do I do non-black people would they call like Soul Food a black movie? Like I is that how they I'm, don't they they've never seen I mean, or heard of Soul right. Food. They've like, never heard or seen of Soul they Food. They don't say anything. Yeah, because <laughs> they don't know it exists. <laughs> like when I tell you, like, like being a black person who grew up in a black neighborhood around a lot of black people, there were movies that you just saw. Like it was on the television all the time. Like you gonna catch Crooklyn on somebody's house. You know what I mean? Like that's just mm-hmm. going to be on. Like you're going to, mm-hmm. Color Purple is going to be on fucking repeat. Tyler mm-hmm. Perry, anything's gonna be on repeat. Um, mm-hmm. What's Love Got To Do With It. Um, juice, Don't Be juice, A Menace. Yes, um, yes, And yes. white people don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Right, and about. they don't, they, and if they've seen it, they don't know it well enough to quote it, right? So like, and these are like staples in the black community, but I've never seen fucking Dirty Dancing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've never, there's like these big, are the Goonies? I've never seen that. Like, there are these white, like, these are like white classic movies that, and I don't really care to. So, like, I don't get, like, who, like, who cares? Like, we don't need that. You know what I mean? Like, Tyler Perry built a billion dollar empire off of the support of Black people. Friday is a classic amongst Black people. Why do we be, like, yearning for, like, white folks to, like, be in our business? Like, if they want to watch, cool. But like, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure for her, it's about a check. I mean, I'm sure there are cultural <laughs> implications yeah, too, yeah, but yeah. Um, which is, that's the case. Nia Long could easily, well, I don't know, easily, but she could certainly stop <laughs> attaching herself to all black projects. Like right. you can go out for the next Wes Anderson film, which I would actually kill someone to see Nia Long in a, a Wes Anderson film. Oh my gosh. Um, but you could, you know, work with Martin Scorsese or Emmy, you, there are other options out there, but if you find out, okay, so picture this, Nia. We want you in this movie, and it's going to be you and Queen Latifah. Okay, you get one pass. <laughs> Regina Hall, no, because you already know the direction it's going in. Um, so just, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not her agent, but dang, y'all, this seems like this could have just been an email between you and your manager or something. Right, I don't know. Right, right. No, I agree. I agree. But I think, I think she's trying... I don't know. I just, uh, this like type of stuff is weird to me. It's almost, it kind of almost comes off as like ungrateful. Like, it's like, why is the support of like, cause like you just said, saying if she wanted to like establish a career 
and become like a household name um, amongst the masses, then like, why are you taking like the role in Fry? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but what it seems like is like, yeah. I can't get those roles, right? Like I can't get, it's very difficult for me to get that role on Fantastic Four. So I guess I'll do this movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, I feel like a little bit like, fuck you dude. Like, fuck you too then. Like, why is this like, like if you want to do like Michael B. Jordan, it's like, yeah, I'll do the black shit. But like, I'll also do the non-black shit also, right? But like- You know, but how do we know um, how often these opportunities are afforded to black actors? Oh, not, all, not often though. at all. Not often yeah, at all. Yeah, that's what I'm that's, saying. That's, that's so it's like, problem. she's just mad, I guess, about her situation. And then like, yeah, because like those producers and stuff probably don't even know who the fuck she is. Right. So, well, no, right. they know her from Fresh Prince, maybe because Fresh Prince was a crossover show. Right, 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 right. Um, and but so like, they probably know her, but she's old news. Like that was twenty fucking years ago. They're right. not thinking about her ass. <laughs> I didn't even like how she looked in this Best Man Holiday final chapter shit. I didn't like how she looked. She must be putting fillers and shit in her face, and I didn't mm. like it. Um, <laughs> um, I I think like so like. When I listen to like Michael B. Jordan interviews, it seems like he was very intentional. Same thing with Will Smith, but Will Smith also got crossover success, like you said, with Fresh Prince. So that that opened the door for him. But like Michael B. Jordan said he was intentional about going after certain roles. Like he was like, no, you need to put like, I'm going to audition because you're going to like, especially as a black person, they only put like a token in the movie. Right. So like it's a lot more difficult to get those roles. But he was intentional about that. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, yeah. you can't. I don't know. Like it's like, don't, like leave us alone. Yeah, but see, but there was a lot of black people who agreed with that str- sentiment. Like they agreed with it. Like they agreed with her. They were like, "Why are our movies called black movies?" Because black people are going to watch them. Black people yeah, are casting for them, and they know. And the producers know this. Like they know these. Like yeah. girls trip shocked people because everyone went to go see Girls Trip. But that's not the rule. Like that's not the norm, right? And that's okay. Yeah. Like, why can't that be okay? Like. Oh, they want the money i think it's back to what saint you're right it's the money right. it's the money right. it's the money but i mean it's just unfortunate but that's just how it is like we just mm. crossing a road okay girl <laughs> it's not gonna happen in your lifetime baby just get your little coin and go sit back i mean and honestly the last thing i'll say it's interesting only because when you think of like a lot of Asian countries and Asian cinema, and obviously it's different, you know, where it's a homogenous ethnic or racial group. Everyone in Asia is more or less Asian versus America, melting pot. Um, But if you are interested in Asian cinema, when Parasite came and ate the Oscars up and the Academy Awards and Golden Globe, like came through and swept a Korean language film and y'all sat there and read the subtitles and that film chewed, um, there are plenty of opportunities. If, if you make a good film and people are interested, whether it is a black movie or a white movie or age, whatever, if you have the chops, the work should speak for itself. It, it, mm-hmm. And if it's okay, if you are just relegated to black audiences, which to me isn't a bad thing, so be it. But if a white person, I know enough white people who love Medea for whatever reason, um, I can't process it and I refuse to. Um, <laughs> but if people want to get into the work, they'll get into it. So it being called a black movie, especially primarily by black people, that doesn't really impact, you know, uh, a, a white person or 
an Asian person or anyone else. It's like, oh, best man holiday. Like, what's that about? Like, either mm. you're either you're interested or you're not. That's the long right. short of it. Right. And you know what? Said it's very interesting. You said that in college. Um, I watched. I think it was Tyler Perry's Witness Protection Program or whatever it was. And yeah, that was so fun. I laughed so hard I couldn't breathe, and I said to myself, I said, <laughs> I said, you know what? I said the whites in the building are never going to see this, and I am dying to know if they're going to find it as funny as I did. So I gathered up about five or six residents, and we sat in one of the RAs rooms and we watched it, and they thought it was funny-ish, but not anywhere near as funny as I, I, I did. And I was like, wow, this is so unfortunate that they don't have the same appreciation for this quality comedy as I do. <laughs> I'm like, I, it's, you can certainly say that any film or piece of media, if it is a, let's say a black movie, there will be layers to it. Like, I'm not expecting y'all to giggle and lose your breath watching the boondocks. And if you are, what are you laughing at? Be specific. I want to know what's funny to you. Um, I think it's hilarious. And I pee my pants a little bit every episode. But what are you? No, be write it out. I want to hear from you what you're chuckling at over there. Um, but it does help to have some sort of, you know, cultural context to understand. Like maybe, right, maybe they right. just didn't think it was funny, or maybe it was like oh, you don't understand, like, you don't have the historical knowledge or, right, like, right. there are so many things that we do around, your know, Black families and our friends and stuff. Mm. We're like, yeah, if you're not hip to that, then, of course, you don't see why this is funny. Like, right. you just, you don't have the information. And the same could be said, y'all watching, you know, Flashdance or The Goonies <laughs> or um, what's that other one with the five kids uh, in detention that John Hughes filmed? Don't do that. Love. I'm like, listen... I've never Y'all, seen that movie. I, I, I'm, I, I know there's a basket case in it. That's all I know. Um, but see, the, I'm difference like, is, I just, the difference is, is that whiteness, though, is standard in America. So I think it would yeah. be a little bit, it would be more difficult for me as a Black man living in a predominantly white country to watch that. And even if, even if I had never lived around white people or didn't go to a PWI, I still have been subjected to so much white television throughout my life that like, it'll feel like I have. Like, you, you know what I'm I mean? Like, true, true. And even within that, a larger conversation that needs to be had, how deep exactly is white culture? Mm-hmm. Like, what, like I, black culture, you're talking from literally the moment we got here on the ships to present, like all, all of this history that has helped build where we are. And I know like there are some things that you know about white people and teehee, haha, that would be funny mm-hmm. in like, you know, a TV show or whatever. But really, like, what is the full depth of what white y'all culture. get into on White, a daily basis. Whiteness like, in the presence of blackness is, is the full depth. Yeah, because we've that, always that, been around. Thesis, right? that's so <laughs> we've always been around to influence anything yeah. they got going on. So they but can't some of even the, have their culture without our culture. Some of the biracials that are some of the biracials that are passing could have conversations uh, or, or are privy to conversations that white people are having that I'll never hear. Right. Right. <laughs> <Like> thank god <laughs> so but shit oh let's talk about the hot topic um so uh toy lanes has been found guilty ah. of, <laughs> of all three counts all three counts christmas 
came early. Count them. Count them. <laughs> three. Three for three. Nothing but net. The way I ran ah! about my parents' apartment <laughs> seven times until the walls fell down when I heard about this. God came through. I was like, I manifested this. I dreamed it. No one else was awake. So I basically was trying not to scream, um, you know, in the middle of the day. Um, justice has been served. And y'all yeah. can be mad. Y'all can be mad about that until you're blue in the face. But oh. guess what? He's looking at 20 years and then getting <laughs> deported back to Canada, back to his little gremlin village, wherever that is. And moreover, this is just the state of California that prosecuted him. So I'm going to let Megan rest. I want her to, you know, decompress and take whatever time she needs. But if she's interested, <laughs> I would be happy to see her file a civil suit against that man and then come after these <laughs> bloggers and you dum-dums tweeting online, talking all this nonsense, talking about, oh, not guilty, that was the verdict, before the jury had even finished their deliberations. Y'all sound stupid and you look idiotic. I want her to be cashed so many checks that all she sees is green. That's what I want for her. That is my deepest, truest wish for this woman. Listen. Blessed and highly favored. Okay. Y'all can be mad about it. And, and my favorite part is I know y'all are mad. I know a lot of y'all are pissed. And guess what? That doesn't mean a thing. Okay. That means that means less than nothing. The jury voted. And guess what? Three counts. Three. Trace. Uno. Dos. Trace. All them. Please stop, stop playing with my girl. Every tongue that rises against Megan, the stallion Pete shall fall. Mark my words. Oh my well, um, I was just gonna say D I love that for her. Everything that uh, Sage just said, uh, that that as well. Um, yeah, and you know what was the most disappointing thing about this is that like I feel like there are a lot of like, like you know like little things that get said online, and sometimes it does feel like okay, just shut up, like it's too much, but like y'all niggas really do hate black women. Like oh, it's like it's your bread and butter. Oh, it's like so like the amount of people doing logical Olympics to get around like to me I've always felt he did it because it's like what does Megan the Stallion have to lot like Megan the Stallion is a way bigger artist than Tory Lanez. She didn't even want people to know that she threw that ass back with Tory Lanez because the nigga's like four ten, and I get it, right? But like to think she would just lie for like what? Who the fuck is a Tory Lanez to Megan? What does she get out of it? Right, like what does she get from this? The doctor is like, hey, definitely removed bullet fragments from her foot. Y'all are like, yeah, but could she even really get shot? And it's like, but the I'm thing like, is too, you have to also pay attention to the men that are saying this, and it's normally the ones who were definitely afraid of reading out loud in class. They were the children left behind. It was the men who were calling her all sorts of hoes and whores mm -hmm. and yet somehow you have your mother's last name interesting oh. um it just i'll make the, the call <laughs> listen if nothing else the call is always going to come from inside the house i guarantee you i guarantee you it's it's one floor up it's in the living room you'll hear mm. it ringing though if you mm. stick around for long enough i uh. don't ever think that you should have to 
say like, oh, well, like imagine if Megan was like, imagine if it was your mother or your daughter or your mm-hmm. sister, which that's not even a good defense to me because a lot of y'all hate your mothers or your daughters or your sisters <laughs> anyway. So that's not helping. But even beside that, like Megan is a person full stop right. and deserves respect and right. autonomy and all of those things that human beings are worth. So to even have to have these discussions, I, I genuinely think I only vaguely heard about Tory Lanez before all of this. And then the moment he shot her, suddenly this man, he, well, he's a legend and he has the best music and y'all aren't seeing Tory Lanez and he's the one, he's a goat. I'm like, who, or oh, I am sitting here Googling I thought some random man shot her. I thought it was one of her homeboys. And now y'all are saying that this this man is the second coming of Michael Jackson and Prince, uh, their love child. He just, he does what other people, I'm like, y'all, just say that you love him because he hates women and and shot one. Like just say, I would have a horse hair's eyelash, that amount of respect for you. If you just would own it, but y'all are sitting here trying to pretend he's so talented and Megan can't even do, which Megan really is that girl among, you know, this new cavalcade of rappers, male or female, they're coming up. I love watching her. So for y'all to even put them in the same category as far as talent and, and or impact, it's not making sense. Y'all are just lying. Um, and you sound incredibly insane. And I think that should be examined and studied. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I, I love that. And then the, um, the, the audio that he had with her friend, if that's what we're calling that girl. Kelsey. Kelsey Nicole. Oh, it leaked online. Um, let's just say her name, not friend, that girl. Yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's just call the, her. Kel, Kel, Kelsey Megan the Stallion versus Kelsey the Perjurer. Yeah, <laughs> send her to the Chokey too. Put her under the jail right next to Tori. <laughs> yeah, because she, def- she she got like, uh, was it clemency? Not clemency. Some um, uh, some sort of um, what is it? Uh, immunity. I don't know if she got immunity. immunity. That's the word. That's the word I'm looking for. Immunity, not clemency. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, she she was like, I'm not talking until y'all say I can't go to jail for nothing. Exactly, because she knew she was in it heavy. Which which I'm that glad was, that I think before all, she perjured herself. I'm glad so she's in jail. I'm um, mm-hmm. just because people people are just fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if y'all saw the video of his father. Um, oh, <laughs> causing, I'm gonna, that is part of several my, scenes. That is part of my, <laughs> the fuck you. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> I wrote it down. I, wrote I was like, I, I was like, let me just say this. Um, it's very interesting that Tori's real name is Daystar. His father's name is Sunstar. And in the Bible, Lucifer's other name was Morningstar. Connect whatever dots you need to. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that there are dots that could be connected. I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying Morningstar, Sunstar, Daystar. It sounds like the three caballeros if I've ever heard. Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, So let's talk about, so... um... Uh, Akon is under fire for multiple reasons right now. <laughs> um, so he talks about agreeing with Nick Cannon having multiple families. Um, he has like eight baby mamas himself. Um, I, I just, okay. And then he went on to basically say, um, he sparked a conversation where he basically 
compared African stage presence to Black American artists, um, where he said, basically, for us Africans, it comes natural. The African Americans are sagging their pants and uh, uh, high off lean and all of these other things. Um, so, you know, Twitter, um, Twitter did its thing. Um, he got dragged uh, aggressively. Um, I think for this, all I have to say is, are you trying to convince us or yourself? Because I think when it comes to African-American performers, the receipt looks like something that comes from CBS. Um, yeah. Be, be serious. <laughs> Please be serious. <laughs> so, we and got I, that long ass receipt. We got the long receipt. I don't like doing this whole silly ass, weird African-American versus African thing. Mm-hmm. No one's walking down the street pointing out a difference. I feel like if the police pulls us over, they're not asking which country you originated from. It just doesn't matter. They see nigga and that's all they need. Um, but we don't want to even have that conversation. Um, when, when we talk about music, we does this. We does this, we've done this, and nobody is doing this better. Um, nobody has, nobody, no one will, um, as long as we keep creating the blueprint that everyone follows. So I just, you know... Yes. It is what it is. Um, yes, I love I love the what I love the flavor of black that I am African American. I take it every time. Um, we've we've made we've made such a, 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 a an avenue for all black people to come because you know when when the civil rights was going on, you know it was it was just us out there. No one was getting on both ships or planes to come over here and assist. Um, but we did it, you know. Um, so just let's just let's not do that. Like I don't get why we need to. Why can't we just love each other? I'm like, two things. One, I need all of you in 2023 to follow (laughs) DM's lead and stop falling for these diaspora wars. Like, we we are all starting from the same Mother Earth, Mother Africa. (laughs) Let's stop the cat. Two, um, one other thing that he did say about um, Nick Cannon was, um, oh, well, you know, he's there you know how kind of how he needs to be and whoever was interviewing him yes. I guess was like well what about like you know recitals and soccer games and, you, and he was like you don't need to be there for any of that no that's a pass wow. and I am like which was ignorant and stupid but I mm-hmm. love the response of all of these black men I think re- uh, quote retweeting the original interview and being like oh this is me sobbing at my daughter's uh, dance recital who's like five or something like all of these black men who are like oh no I live to show for my kids for all the small quote small unimportant stuff like I, you're, we are not the same. Like, uh, that's what I like to see. Y'all showing up Mm -hmm. for these children for the kindergarten graduation. What is a kindergarten graduation? I'm having to wrap my brain around having to go to one of those at some point, um, you know, when I have children, but I'm like, for kindergarten, y'all get, y'all graduate from that? Okay, lit, let me, let me be there with bells and whistles on, hear your flowers. Um, I'm gonna give them to you. Um, And three, why who's interviewing Akon? That's a bigger question I have. Like, what is he doing to contribute to <laughs> you know present society? I just I have lots of questions. And then lastly, let's not act like black American uh artists have not been chewing music globally for decades. Like, let's not even we're not comparing, we're not, <laughs> right. but if we were to <laughs> 
see, we're grading on a curve right now, which we, we kept cute and we kept quiet. But if we were grading true to form, please be serious. Please don't embarrass yourself. We're 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 willing to put forth. Oh yeah, this was a group project. Blah blah. But if the teacher asks for percentages and who did what, some of y'all didn't even open the PowerPoint. So stop. Don't 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 take us there. Please don't piss me off. Oh my god. Oh my god. If it was a group project, if it was a group project. No, let's name names since you want to be bold. Well, the teachers do ask for that. Oh, you know, grade your peers. We we need to start offering it off offhand, apparently. Uh, (laughs) Oh my God! Well, that's all of of the hot topics I could think of, other than Lori Harvey dating um, Desmond Idris, which apparently has uh, the girls in a chokehold because Desmond Idris Idris is like the other Michael B. Jordan, like the young. Uh, hot black dude that all the women want to get into um so you know she added him to the collection um infinity stones are being collected dragon balls are all being harvested and she continues to thrive um yeah so and i'm sure he signed an nda just like the rest (laughs) of them as he should have um and Lori, if you're listening whenever i need to sign mine i i just i walk around with a pen (laughs) on hand at all times just in case just in case, I, I see nothing wrong with that. Live your life. She's winning and she will continue to win. <laughs> well, uh, let's move on. So do we got writers? I feel like we did have a write-in. Let me check. Uh, we do. Uh, let's move on to the What Y'all Niggas Want. Hi, y'all. Too funny. I have shared before that I write during the episodes. Um, y'all take me out. We discuss Chris and his baby mamas and the fact that Candace, Miss DMV Country Club, has the, this typical run-of-the-mill white as her husband. Damn, the shame, the shame. I can't laugh too hard because she is married and I am not. Well, you know, I guess- That part. Our, <laughs> keep that's, why, that's why I shut up constantly. That's exactly why. She got it. She got it. Also, Chris looks like Looks like it is a good time in the bedroom. Fun times and rumps in the rumping shop. So everyone, let's not ignore that. Um, we know why she's there. Uh, keeping it short this week. Happy holidays. P.S. Um, I have to put y'all on. I have to put y'all on the Grammarly. It's a program that is not expensive. It helps your grammar and spelling and offers synonyms on your emails. Sounds like you have not. You've you have been to the best finishing school. Oh, it sounds like it'll make your email sound like you have been into the best finishing school. The only issue is when you do want to use slang, it can be annoying, but this VP depends on it. I am still a PG girl after all. Katina, say my name is fine. I know that's right, bitch. I know that's right. Come on, VP. Come on, VP. Black VPs, we love that for you. God damn it. <laughs> love to hear it. Oh, truly. Sometimes it'd be taking me back to people that be listening. Like, what about time we having a conversation about um, degrees in education and somebody from the Ivy League wrote in? I was like, wait, the f- how the fuck you find? Oh, where? <laughs> like, I was like, how the fuck you find? How the fuck you find us? Yeah, so shout out to you. Um, <laughs> this is the segment of the show that we call NFU. This is where we give an NFU or NFY to whomever or whatever we feel 
deserves it. Ebby has something heavy on her heart. Ebby, would you like to come to the front of the congregation and speak your piece? Speak your piece. <laughs> <laughs> so I do. Lay your burdens down. This week. <laughs> um, I had one, but I'll share with you all after we um, press stop because I'm not going to save that one, but then I got another one. So um, <laughs> my nigga fuck you is going to go to the people that were sending me videos and shit of all this Tory Lanez bullshit and his father and all this stupid shit when he went up and I'm calling out Jay-Z and you <laughs> sacrifice <laughs> these young black men. <laughs> this is a wicked it's a wicked <laughs> and they like sounding dumb <laughs> I got a little cough man <laughs> um, but uh, yeah that's some bullshit like you didn't even let the verdict come out. You act like the nigga just got found fucking innocent. Like, don't send me that dumb shit. I don't want it then sending me videos of some bitch talking about Jay-Z. And, yeah. Uh, Rock Nation, Beyonce. <laughs> that Beyonce got big and, and, and man, shut the fuck up. Now you look dumb as shit. And so then I, I kindly, swiftly sent that audio of Tori talking to the bitch that's not a friend, Kelsey. And like, y'all shut the fuck up and don't come at me with dumb shit. I don't deal in, in nigger, nigg, niggerness. Not the hard That's what it brought out me. God, that brought that out. I never say that. Y'all was right there. Y'all was right there. Yeah, like, it's somebody sending me stupid shit. Like, we got, I was talking to my nephew and his friends last night, and I was like, hold on, wait going through a situation okay let's let's use reason let's use apply logic we're gonna <laughs> gather all the facts and then we're gonna make a, a decision based off of the facts we're not gonna be on no bullshit so yeah fuck so y'all simple. niggas sending me that dumb shit and fuck the public school system for for not enabling you to be able to critically think. I just that was it. <laughs> um, media literacy, I, it is piss poor at this point. I don't know if it's ever been this bad. And someone pointed out, and it's been playing in a loop on my mind. Someone said that all of these bloggers are to black people what QAnon is to white people. And I was like, the amount of misinformation that people people get their people were getting their rocks off retweeting every lie fallacy and fable from now deleted tweets that all of these bloggers on Instagram Twitter the websites all of y'all were this entire trial this entire past 2 years that it's been the whole time you've been shouting out as much hogwash as humanly possible and lo and behold there was only one person, I don't know if y'all saw her um, on Twitter, Megan, I think her last name is like Cunef or something like that. People were calling her Megan the reporter because she was actually in the courtroom in front of the judge, in front of the lawyers, in front of the jury, like giving actual, I'm like, y'all, who are these? It's just so, so shocking when we see a journalist actually do their job with um, an ounce of decorum and sticking to journalistic ethics and having you know a writing background that when we see it happen we're like this is the best thing on earth um because we've been fed poison for so long by these idiots who just are tossing out word salad headlines and y'all are eating it up you can you can't get enough of it um so 
it's it's just been a lot um and it's proven to me that y'all are a lot, a lot of you and sweet and, as pie <laughs> sweet as pie and just as smart <laughs> so um and and also following this verdict um uh, i wanted to read uh a word from Tory lane's uh twitter account pinned to the top um posted <laughs> at eleven thirty one a.m um on the 7th uh, day of December in 2022, he said, and I quote, I'm going to leave this here one more time, dot, 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 and watch how it ages, dot, 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 cap lock. So you know he meant it. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against me in judgment shall be condemned. You sit and watch now, dot, 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 and don't ever question the God I serve. Again, this is my last tweet. And he was right about that. This is his last tweet. Um, I'm so glad he kept that up because the number of quote retweets of people saying the weapons and then it was footage from Optimus Prime and the Transformers um, of people in Minecraft building things like the weapons, they were, pro they did prosper. They did indeed prosper as God intended. Oh, it was, it was. I'm like, the, I'm like the, the weapon that you held pro prospered against you in evidence. Like, sir, <laughs> I'm glad this is your last tweet. I'm so happy you spent Christmas in a, in a jail cell. Yes. That, that lit my soul up. And honestly, I really, my biggest beef with Kamala when she was running for president was the fact that she was locking black people up. But now that I know what it feels like to see a black person locked up, she might have been on to something. Oh I don't know. My I God. have to do more research. But I'm like, let me go. I'm like, if she's just constantly getting silk presses and you know was incarcerating people, I if this is a taste, she she might have cracked the code. I don't know. I'm not saying that. I'm not standing by that. I'm just I'm observing, and I'm going to do some more uh, investigating to get to the bottom of it. Every every damn time. So, uh my nigga fuck yes goes to 60 degrees in December. That's my nigga fuck yes. My nigga fuck yes goes to global warming. Okay, because you showed up to the wow. party today. Um, you showed up to the party unapologetically. And for that, I am grateful. Um, you understood the assignment, global warming. Um, so I'm going to step into the new year warm um, and, and grateful. <laughs> um, I, my NSU is for um, Southwest. Because I indeed was one of the, oh, however oh no. many oh, thousands no. of people who um, went to um, Florida to hang out with my parents and family for Christmas, got down there, no problem. Coming back, um, wow, where to begin? Um, but I have never oh. seen a meltdown like this. And as a Southwest stan, in my personal <laughs> travels, I exclusively travel southwest unless it's international like i ride or die by southwest so this is um very humiliating that they've done this to me <laughs> oh <my laughs> like, this was so embarrassing and shocking and appalling flying back i was like i don't think my flight is going to make it let me push it back by one day rebook was supposed to fly back tuesday push it to wednesday wednesday flight got canceled they're like we've got you on saturday new year's eve we'll fly you back i'm like you all have lost your rabbit ass minds if you think I'm flying on New Year's Eve. Um, let me switch airlines and let me tell you something. Capitalism, this free market is a joke because 
You had Delta saying, yeah, we'll fly you home for $1,000 on Wednesday. You had American saying, yeah, we've got you for $700 for a one-way flight. Every single one of them, JetBlue, it, I, I had about 10 tabs open and they were all running games on me, okay? <laughs> the only one that could have possibly held it down was Southwest, but their planes are held together with, with shoestrings and prayers. <laughs> and they were going to fly me home on Saturday too. So it wasn't even worth it. Lo and behold, I managed to find another flight on Southwest on Wednesday after refreshing each of those tabs every four and a half minutes. And um, I had to leave in like half an hour to make the flight. I had not packed anything. I felt like Harriet Tubman was in the corner of the room holding a gun at me, telling me we had to escape to Canada and I needed to get my stuff together expeditiously. Um, and so I ran around my parents' home like a psychopath, spilling toothpaste everywhere, knocking things over, shoving things into a suitcase. I have never, I'm a very Looking like logical, you was about to go with you. Looking look, look, like, look, like who shot John and why, looking exactly like like that um and i lo and behold made my flight i got on their list that is the the entire southwest hub at that airport was dead all i saw were cancellations for arrivals and departures and by the time i got back to bwi i rolled in saw more unclaimed luggage than i've ever seen in my life in there and i also saw several uh news reporters which i was like don't get me on camera because if i speak my piece y'all won't be able to air it so um yeah it's a big 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 f you to um southwest um if i catch mr southwest in person i will <laughs> annihilate him in hand-to-hand -hand combat um and shout out more importantly to all of the flight attendants, the people at the gates, the baggage handlers, all the people who were working and did nothing wrong um, and did their best. And all of these people in the travel industry who had to deal with a bunch of insane customers who were screaming at them, acting buck wild, laying hands on them. Shout out to you for being saints because um, you just did your best hey, um, despite impossible circumstances. Those, shout out to those and, young um, ladies at Spirit who were, who were who, who had no patience for the customer's impatience. Listen, better than me. They were better, <laughs> they had more patience than I would have. I'll tell you that. They, we oh. are in, we, you are ruining our children's trip. Ma'am, <laughs> and if I leap over this counter, I'm really gonna ruin your trip. How about that? So you haven't seen have me ruin anything. I yet. have some inside because I too am a Southwest stan. <laughs> and I had to call <sighs> Southwest yesterday after I held for 40 minutes. Um, I was greeted by Mary and she, I had to, I needed an email sent to me cause I'm about to fly Southwest on Thursday. So, uh, she told me that what happened was, um, because of the weather, a lot of flights got canceled. And then because, uh, flights were canceled for like days on end, a lot of the flight attendants were like timing out. And, um, according to the federal government, like they can't work over a certain amount of hours. And so they pulled in like people in the reserves, but then they were timing out because they were getting stuck at airports for days. And so then they were timing out. And so that's why they didn't have the um, flight attendants that they needed. It but just, she said it, it's over. As of day before yesterday, she said they were at like 95%. 
and I should be good for Thursday. Oh, they better be, because I know um, the Biden administration <laughs> is opening their investigation as to why this happened. Um, I had, like, my my older sister um, had to take a two-hour flight back to Atlanta. That was canceled through Southwest. And so instead, she took a nine-hour bus ride um, <laughs> to get back home because um, folks have bills to pay, and she needed to go to work, and all these other airlines were also running games. Um, and then I heard about a friend in Baltimore, a friend of a friend who um, was in Baltimore, switched and needed to go back to Tampa. And they took a 31 hour bus ride back to Mm, Florida. mm, mm. Um, So when this class action lawsuit um, gets together, I'm more than happy to um, put my name and information down um, because I, I need a check. Immediately, my aunt expeditiously. Just had to drive from Florida because her flight kept getting canceled. They just rented a car and drove back. Lord, yeah, no, no. can be me. The train, the train ride, also something crazy like you know, sixteen hours and the same price as a, as a ticket. And um, I would have sooner just moved to Florida before I drove, mm-hmm. um, rented a car and drove myself. So, um, you know, this is the yeah. worst it's ever been. And I think my family's committed to celebrating Christmas on like December 15th, moving forward. We've all kind of said like, that might be the vibe. Um, and we're just gonna stick with that because if this is going to be a yearly thing, y'all, are you, are you dumb? <laughs> this cannot, this cannot happen over and over again. I, I personally refuse. So, you know, Southwest, watch your back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for this episode of Triple T. We will see you guys next week. Maybe we'll talk about Why you say- Oh, yeah. It's going to we'll- have to be like, yeah, either Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, well, we might see you guys next week. We'll see you possibly next week. We will discuss offline. Bye. Yes, yes.